The following recording is a production of Kicking Out at Two in conjunction with the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network and is intended for private use only. For more information, head on over to facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two or our Twitter handle at kicking out two, along with searching Retromania with a W on any and all podcast platforms available to listen to archive shows such as this and all the great content of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Evergreen content at your fingertips anytime at your listening pleasure. And with that being said, we thank you for listening and hope you enjoy the show. What's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. This is Marking Out the Days, Season 3, Raw is 30, and I am Dave Rosenbluth from Kicking Out at 2. And normally joining me is the other half of the hosting squad from Marking Out Days, the architect of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network himself, Kobe Nida. However, unfortunately, his schedule... Uh, permits him from recording this month's episode as we cover the July 19th, 1993 episode of Monday Night Raw in watch-along form. But joining me to fill in for Kobe as we go back 30 years later to this episode of Monday Night Raw is my co-host from Kicking Out at Two, the one and only, the wild card himself, Dennis J. Levy. What's up, buddy? Chilling. Did that excited for this episode? Did that... Uh... That um, glad I could help. That uh, per se. Yeah. That, no. Uh, yeah. You're, no. Yeah. I mean, uh, I this is this is right up your alley. Nineteen ninety three gimmicky wrestling. You talk about Love it a lot. So um, we're gonna have a lot of fun watching this. Now, just to kind of give you a brief synopsis, if you will, Dennis. We've been covering one episode a month of of each month from the very first season of Monday Night Raw in nineteen ninety three. So we started with the inaugural episode from January and. We, we move forward, and so the last few months have kind of had a little bit of a theme to it because we've been kind of highlighting and covering the uh, the, the, the Razor-Ramon-1-2-3-Kid rivalry, the debut of the 1-2-3-Kid, upsetting Razor-Ramon, then having the rematch for $10,000, stealing the money. Now this episode is going to be centered around Razor-Ramon um, looking to get revenge on the 1-2-3-Kid with a little bit of help from Money Incorporated. Uh, this we'll also see on this episode Shawn Michaels battling his former tag team partner Marty Jannetty, which should be a great match. Yeah. And so we'll we'll talk about all that and then some. What I would like all of you to do, uh, first and foremost, is to grab your peacock and search Monday Night Raw, it's season one, episode twenty six. It goes forty seven minutes and some change. It's from July nineteenth, nineteen ninety three. And when I say play, press play. You might play the audio from time to time when it calls for it. And uh, we will be on our way. So without further ado, are you ready, Dennis? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. When I say play, press play. I'll give you a countdown, and we'll be on our way. So in three, two, one, hit play. Buffering, 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 buffering. It's still buffering. Here we go. And yep, the Lex Express National Tour last Thursday. Uh, this was the the the. The trek across America to get people to buy into Lex Luger as a challenger for Yokozuna here. Um, I heard recently... Okay, I want to hear this. I don't, I don't know where it was, but I heard recently this motherfucker, Lex Luger, that wouldn't go on the bus. The bus would be on the highway, right? But but he will he but he was flying to each town that meet the Lex Express at the airport... Then go for Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I've never heard that because I've heard that um, he wasn't very he wasn't a very good traveling partner. He was on the bus. 
I heard stories that he was on the bus, but like, you know, because they were traveling on a bus and he was kind of out of his routine that he wasn't the nicest to be around. So, um, a lot of, like, did I watched recently the, the A&E biography on Lex Luger and they show some B real, some B, uh, some B roll footage of, uh, Luger. And he's not very nice to some of the kids that are signing autographs. A couple of the smarter fans that recognized him from WCW, yeah. he would kind of go back and forth. You can see in the footage, he kind of goes back and forth with them. Um, it's a, it's, it, and a couple of guys that commented on the, 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 the documentary had said that Lex was not the easiest to get along with. And being in that role and in that spot might have, might have gotten to him. And you kind of saw Luger react and lash out in a way that wasn't becoming of a top guy. Um, that's, I, just, that's just that's just from what I gather from watching the documentary. It was just totally the wrong person. That 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 uh, I don't I, I I don't know who they could have used. That 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 uh, the, the one guy I always thought was intriguing. That that. Uh, because the, they pushed him well the uh, last, next year at the ninety four Royal Rumble wasn't it? No, it's ninety five. I'm sorry, Mabel versus Diesel. Yeah. That, 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 uh, that always gets me thinking. What happened if Mabel would would have won the Body Slam Challenge? It was Mabel as a babyface versus Yokozuna as, as a heel. I always it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a very long match. I'll now, say that. I but I don't know it. it, it I, I, the Lex Luger, Lex Wesso, oh, it's awful. Did, did you think it was awful back then watching it, or did you? I mean, you think it, yeah, it was awful. Okay, so even watching it back then, you didn't, yeah. you didn't care for it. Yeah. See a clip here of when Marty Jannetty defeated Shawn Michaels for the yeah. Intercontinental yeah, Championship. Won, right? A little help from Mr. Perfect. Um, didn't last very long because he would lose the title a, a couple of weeks later. Um to Sean at a, at a live event, which saw the debut of Diesel at that event as Shawn Michaels' insurance policy, bodyguard, what have you. Um, Has that ever, ever happened in Hartford, by the way? The live show. Uh, that, 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 uh, it's an event uh, you went to? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, have you ever seen in Hartford a title change at a live event? A non-televised event? Yeah, that's probably non-televised no. TV. No. I, I always wanted to, uh, I, yeah. I, that was like my wrestling wet dream, yeah. to, 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 to be at a, a, a non-TV uh, live event and there's a title change. Speaking of wet dreams, we were talking a minute ago and you and I have, you and I spoke off air <clears throat> about the ring girls. Oh, I, I was so upset when, 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 they, when they got rid of them. That, that, uh, I don't know. It was just like, like that extra touch where it's like, it felt like. Like a boxing match, you know? I loved it. Well, I mean, now with the, the acquisition of, uh, you know, with, with Endeavor merging with WWE, Endeavor being the company that owns the UFC, you know, UFC incorporates, you know, the, the, the ring girls or the octagon girls or whatever they want to call them with the, with the cards signaling each round. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll see a return no, I don't think of so. the girls. That'd be, that'd be, I, that'd be interesting. I wouldn't mind <clears throat> getting behind that. Uh, it's, no pun intended, of it course. Might have been, uh, it's, it's a little bit of exploiting women. So, yeah. so, so I, I with the whole... Okay, religion, fair enough. I don't think so. Fair enough. I guess. Still, I'm just saying, I just remember, now it's like that little extra touch. It made it felt like a legitimate, like, 
like sporting event. Uh huh. You know, going back and watching some of these old Raws from the Manhattan Center, I must say, Dennis, that I, I kind of dig the atmosphere, the very intimate setting in like that old theater style. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind seeing some of their shows emanate from this. I mean, it's an older building, and you know, it still functions to this day. Um, they still hold concerts and events there. It's in the same building as the, um, the Hammerstein, Hammerstein Ballroom. Um, it's actually a few floors up from the Hammerstein Ballroom at the at the Manhattan Center. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing some some events return every once in a while to the um, to the old Manhattan Center. I like that look. Yeah, I'd like to even maybe let's just say uh, things in Florida don't work out. Like NXT, I would love to see like an NXT, like 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 in this sort of thing. Awesome. That'd be kind of cool. Like yeah. I, I honestly thought that in the the heyday of the black and gold NXT, that we would have seen um, them run Manhattan Center or Hammerstein Ballroom, just because those New York crowds kind of appreciated yeah. that style of wrestling and that atmosphere. I think would have really helped um, help enhance that underground presentation that they were trying to, to give off with, with NXT. Oh, I totally agree. I know that, uh, you know, it was a 2018 raw did their 25th anniversary and they held some of their shows. Or they held, they did a simulcast. They did it in two locations, Barclays in Brooklyn. And then at, here at Manhattan. And they only had like a couple of segments from the Manhattan center, but it was, um, the tickets are expensive. It's stupid expensive. I mean, Nothing's cheap in New York, but yeah, um, yeah it, from from what I gather, it wasn't worth uh, attending because there wasn't a whole lot that they had on that show. Undertaker cut a promo, Bray Wyatt had a match with Matt Hardy, and then DX came out and told everybody to suck it for 25 minutes, and they buried the revival, uh, Dax and, and uh, whatever his name is, from FTR yeah. uh, on that show, and yeah, they exactly. did the, yeah. yeah. So I, I hear it was nothing really special, um, which is unfortunate. Well, but what does it mean about Bray versus Jeff Hardy, right? I mean, uh, not Jeff, but Matt Hardy, right? Oh, it was on the card. It wasn't the main event, but no, it was on the card. Yeah. Um, what's interesting about this building too is that I, I'm guessing one of the reasons why they don't run the building is because setting up is hard because they have to take the entire ring. And they have to put pieces of the ring on like a freight elevator, and let's say it's upstairs. And yeah, it's like a few floors upstairs. I think it's like six or seven floors up. And so they said that. I remember watching a retrospective once on the network. They interviewed like Mike Kyoto, who was a referee at the time. He said that it was a process getting the ring to be set up in there because you had to go into this freight elevator and you could only take certain pieces of the ring in there. You couldn't fit it all. And then the weight of the, 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 the ring with the elevator, you, you, the elevator could have broke. So therefore you had to really take, they were taking their time just getting the ring in there, which was, which is fascinating to me. Um, we talked about it on the SummerSlam um, recording that's going to be coming up. Uh, for kicking out at two, we talked about uh, the Rockers and their split. Um, what was your thoughts on the single matches that these two had with each other in '93? They were good. That um, I remember popping when uh, Marty Jenny. I don't know. I've never been a Marty Jenny fan, and and and, and the way you were a Rockers fan though. 
I kind of was a Rockers fan. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 such a fair to say. Yep. That that, that uh, I, so I guess I kind of was a more Jannetty fan because mm-hmm. I love the Rockers. I take that back now. Okay. That 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 uh, but his single stuff was the shits. And yeah. Rockers 2.0 was even worse. Oh, but, with Jannetty uh, and um, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Leaf Cassidy. Yeah. It was, yeah. I'll snow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Co- Co- Kobe is the Leaf Cassidy of dad jokes. He he, if you ever hang around him, you talk to him. I'm telling you right now, he will uh, he, he will uh, he even said that the only way that you're able to co-host this show is if you were to be able to tell four dad jokes and one tasteless Owen Hart death joke. <laughs> oh, um, I said that you would make up for it in other areas, but um, it looks like Janetti here. Uh, did he get the pin? They go to commercial. Was it a two count? What is what well? Is, it, well his foot was on the ropes. His foot was on the ropes, yeah. Now, do you think it was a missed opportunity that Janetti and Michaels didn't have a big match at WrestleMania? They didn't have any match on any kind of paper. Royal Rumble. Did they have a match? I'm sorry. Yeah, 93. And I'm assuming it's for the IC title? Yes. Man, I totally missed it. And I'm assuming Sean went over, yeah? Yes, he did. Sherry was in in Janetti's corner... And she she inadvertently cost him the match, and Sean retained the title. Wow, I don't remember any of that. Which is a fun match. Okay. I liked it, but yeah, but was it mania worthy? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, January of '92 is when they did the split, and so if you think about it, I've said it before: Sean and Marty should have been a match at WrestleMania Eight, a grudge match. That should have been that that should have been a featured match on that card, but. Who did Michaels fight at at, at uh, eight? Arriba, El Matador, oh. <laughs> Tito Santana. Okay. Yeah. Which we watched that show, which I had my epic meltdown because I was trying to get the cue all lined up. You remember that? Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah, yeah. You thought that was uh, I really did. Barrel of laughs. Yeah. Go back in the archives. WrestleMania eight. Watch along, Dennis and I. I had this fucking meltdown because I couldn't get the the. the the timing queued up properly for all you people to listen and watch along I think with we're me. Like Peacock, like like we're like a, a month or two into Peacock having something like, like that. Yeah. yeah, it was something ridiculous. It was yeah. I'm still not a fan of the app. The the, the way I they, think Peacock is the worst streaming service uh, at all. All of them by a mile. Yeah. Which ones do you have? You I have, have them all. I, to my yeah. shame, I'm single and I that that that. Uh, that that uh, and I have my reasons. Yeah, I got I got the Netflix, I got the Amazon Prime, I got HBO Max, I got Peacock for the wrestling, and that's there you go. I got four. Okay. I might have a five, but I can't think of one. But 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 at all of them, Peacock. Is we just we just worst. dumped Netflix because it was just too much. I love the Trailer Park Boys too much. Yeah, we dumped uh, we dumped Netflix and like there wasn't enough shows for us to to. That we really liked on there, um, and I tell you what, Stranger Things last couple of seasons suck. I was, well, that we I'm, we, I'm we like that sh- we like that show. We might get we might get the um, the, the five dollar ad, you know, uh, ad the, the five dollar option where they got the ads. We might we oh, might I get when, when that when that comes. But we have Paramount, we have Peacock, and we have um, my wife got the Disney bundle. Uh, oh, yeah, Disney, yeah. Just because of the Dancing with the Stars show, but um, it's going back to ABC, so I think she's going to get rid of the bundle, uh, hopefully soon. Dump Netflix. Uh, don't have Prime. I uh, hear there's some good shows on Prime. 
And uh, we borrow HBO Max, or now it's just Max, from uh, our son who has it, Anthony. So we watch a couple of shows on there. But um, yeah, it's uh, Peacock's service and with the wrestling, like it's, the, the, we've said it a hundred times. It's just, it's not good. It's not good. And, but I also, I just heard recently that the international versions of the WWE Network did a complete overhaul of their interface. And a lot of fans are pretty upset that, that, that they change like because networks available internationally. Yeah, a lot of fans overseas are upset that the the interface has changed. It's harder to find things. Um, you used to be able to if like let's say for instance if you watched like this episode of Monday Night Raw, you could like skip the mat like skip to a certain match or a segment. Now you can't do that. It's like wa- it's like Peacock. You got to watch the whole thing or fast forward it yourself and find out where it oh, is. Okay. So there's a there's a lot of different. Um, they don't have things in chronological order like they used to, so there's a lot of um, issues with the with the with the service recently that they changed over the interface here. Um, I call it first world problems, but like, <laughs> but, but, but like this, uh, this kind, this kind of does piss me off. Where it's like, why did you do seasons? I used to like the years. The years were so much better. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like now, now they do by seasons. I I, I want to go to like. Raw February, you know, you, you, you know, you, you know, you know, like I know the date, but 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 like, but now now I gotta know where where it's like the seasons are. It's yeah, like, I, I think that's so fucked. Yeah, it's 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 a little strange, um, the season element, because like for instance, they'll have like a like a pay per view, like for instance, like Bash at the Beach, right? WCW Bash at the Beach, they'll they'll say you know nineteen. 94 is season one, episode one. But then 1995 is season two, episode one. Yeah, like, just it, like, just say Bash at the Beach 94, Bash at the Beach 95. You know what I mean? Like, go by the years, not like the sea. Like the seasons, kind of the way they have it structured, it kind of throws you off a little bit. Um, what I don't like about Peacock, since and they haven't changed it, is when you have the WWE Network, okay. And you had stuff that you, like, they have a continued watching portion on Peacock, right? Yeah. But on WWE Network, when you go into your continued watching section, and let's say you got, like, three or four shows that, like, you were, you, you've been watching, and you you, you, you you pause it to watch it at a later date or whatever. Let's say, for instance, you want to... get that. Shut up, bitch. Fucking watch. Um, let's say you want to... Erase it from your continued watching. You can do that on the network. Or at least you were able to do that on WWE Network. On Peacock, if I don't want to watch it anymore, it doesn't erase. Like, you can't erase it yourself. It, like, automatically is erased, like, over time. Like, it takes, like, a certain period of time for the continued watching section to eliminate some of the shows that you have. So that's that's pretty annoying, for me at least. It's like, I'm done watching this. I don't want to watch it anymore. Why is it still up here? I can't erase it, you know? It, 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 unless because I have... Unless it's... You can't do that option on Roku. I'm not sure if like... Because I have a Roku. So I'm not sure if that's the option. Or you, you can't do that option. I don't know if it's somewhere else where you can erase what's in your continued watching files or what oh, have you. But yeah, that's, that's pretty annoying to me. And then just... 
like overall like the speed of it like i'll blast through trying to search for something and it takes forever like for it to catch up you know or like if you fast forward something and you fast forward too much then like it pauses it and then you have to wait for it to catch up for you to play you know it's it's I, I'm glad he, that, that, that uh, it's not like this anymore, but I thought this was criminal at first. It took him a long time to fix it. It was like, you're watching a live event, and and you miss something, and you try to rewind it. Nope, sorry, Charlie. You, you would have to just watch the whole thing until it's over, and then, like, dead. Go back to the part yeah, you missed. Yep. Well, yeah, they... they I thought that was criminal. With like the live, I think they still do that with the live. With the no, they finally fixed that. They did. Yeah, because I remember watching a, a pay per view that 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 out of work and a guest was pissing me off, so I had to pause it. That that uh, and, uh, and and I was. You were able to pause it and then turn it back on once you were. And actually, rewind it. And it was live. Okay, but but my before you couldn't even you couldn't even do that. So they so all right, so I get it. So they updated that, but what they did, what they still haven't updated yet with the service, is the like let's say for instance, like sometimes they do those like Saudi Arabia shows at like you know one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday or a Saturday, right? Let's say I'm out running errands or like I I I missed the beginning, I can't restart it from the beginning. I have to watch it from when I turn it on. Till the end. Oh, really? So, like, yeah. Like, for instance, I. Was it? Money in the Bank recently. I was running errands and I maybe missed like the first like 10 minutes of the show starting. And I had to watch. I mean, I didn't miss much because it was like all entrances of the guys and shit. So, really, I didn't miss anything, but I couldn't restart it. 10 minutes prior because I had to watch it from when I put it on live. So that's one of the options that I think they definitely need to fix is we see Shawn Michaels get the victory over Marty Jannetty. Um, nice little match. Yeah. I mean, they always had great matches. Um, oh, sexy Lexi. Well, there we go. Your boy, Ico Pro, Lex Luger. You got to want it. And Macho Man. And I'm surprised that some of the... I know that, like, Ico Pro's not a thing anymore. But, like, for instance, like, Slim Jim commercials. Like, Slim Jims are still around. I'm surprised that, like, they that they able, they were able to make the cut on some of these older broadcasts here. As we see Randy Savage and Bobby the, Bobby the Brain Heenan arguing. Probably over the finish of the match here. Let's play the audio. On Sundays at noon on USA, I don't have a tag partner. I got a gopher named Mean Gene Oakland that does all my dirty work, and that's the best show on USA. I'll check it out. You check us out. You check me, I'll check you. And I don't like what you did to the Ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome Money Incorporated. We'll keep this on for the promo. Nice, dude. Favorite pastime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would suggest that the Steiner's favorite pastime is beating you two individuals 
All right. Wow, that, that was essentially the, the babyface turn of Razor Ramon uh, during this period of time. What, what were your thoughts on this this storyline back in 93? I liked it a lot. Yeah. And I, oh my God, I used to look. I loved IRS versus uh, um, Razor Ramon. Those great matches. They are great matches, yeah. Ironically, this would be DiBiase's last major uh, angle. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. he would face Razor Ramon at SummerSlam this, that year, 93, and then he was done. He, he was done wrestling, as we see. Men on a mission. Look how over they are. I think, I think maybe it would have been a great... Uh, uh, Challenger champion. for Yokozuna? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, let me ask you something. I don't know. You don't know? Yes or no? Come on. All right. No, 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 no. No, I hate when I hate when you do that. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Don't 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 apologize. But whenever you, yeah. And you've done this on 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 kicking out it too. So you you you've kind of brought this to the 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 marking out the days, uh, neighborhood. Yep. Whenever you 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 share your opinion, and it could be a very unpopular opinion about things from wrestling history and i ask you a question about it then like you like double back and you're like oh well maybe i don't really feel that way or maybe you're right stand by your opinion god damn saying, it i want to hear all right so so, so I, I, I got, no, no, no shut up for a minute i got a question for I you go. you just said you thought mabel could be a good champion <laughs> maybe. all right now you say maybe I explain go. to me why maybe mabel could have been a good wwf champion I want to hear this. <laughs> so, if a big guy can move, and like, he's obviously a big guy, he's a monster, that, uh, you gotta figure, he could probably body slam Yokozuna, right? That, that uh, it would be nice that, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, we're so bad. I'm just trying to think, who could have been done? Who could have been done other than Lex Luger? So Gee, I don't know. Fucking Bret Hart, who was pretty popular back then. But he keep, he's not going to bite slam him in the bite slam challenge. No, he's I not. Mean, who could... Uh, I can imagine now the helicopter comes, lands, you got... Hold on, wait, wait, so, 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 wait, so you're saying that Mabel's coming in on a helicopter? Just like Lexi Boy, yeah. The, I don't the, know if he the, can fit in a helicopter. No, no, let's just say he can't. He comes out with like the jumpsuit. It's red, white, and blue. It's so, all uh, he raised the roof. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Big flag. You got, you got, uh, you got, of course, uh, Oscar and Mo. Mo yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't I, get past the part of him being in a helicopter. I guess you might be right. But, I mean, uh, if you if you drove him in on, he was sitting on the back of a pickup truck. <laughs> I mean that that would be a different story, but Mabel is the WWF. So 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 if you're saying that, yeah, okay, if you're saying that Mabel would have been a good choice, <laughs> better than Lex Luger to be the one to challenge Yokozuna for the WWF title at SummerSlam in 1993, then that means that you didn't have any issue with him being King of the Ring two years later in '95. <laughs> yeah, okay, that was pretty bad. <laughs> no, so so you did have an issue with that. Afterward, I actually, my biggest issue of picking about Mabel was uh, King of the Ring. I did not have either Shawn Michaels or Undertaker. Anyway, I don't know. 
Well, maybe, anybody, maybe, maybe that's a, you know maybe that's a discussion for an episode of King of the anybody Ring. Anybody but but Lex Luger. Let, let, let's watch the SummerSlam report here. Uh, Mabel coming out of a helicopter, body slamming Yokozuna. I don't know. For SummerSlam. Would have been me. Monday night, August 30th. <laughs> Royalty is on the line when the king of the ring, Fred the Hitman Hart, meets the self-proclaimed king, Jerry Lawler. Bret Hart, as you know, was crowned the king of the ring earlier this summer. And during his moment of glory, Lawler viciously attacked Bret Hart, ruining that coronation. Folks, this promises to be a very exciting matchup with the emotions running tremendously high. You know, The Undertaker will be facing oh the giant Gonzalez in our You think this is a good idea, too? The Undertaker knows the rules for this rest in peace match, and The Undertaker right now is bomb. Harvey Whippleman may have inked his final contract for the big eight-foot-tall giant Gonzalez. Oh, he did. As you know, this weekend on WWF Superstars and Wrestling Challenge, President Jack Tunney will be giving his decision on Lex Luger's plea to meet Yokozuna at SummerSlam for the World Wrestling Federation title. If that match happens, I, for one, will want to be in Detroit on Monday, August 30th, for SummerSlam. Right now, I'm looking forward to getting back to Monday Night Raw and Tiny Tim. Can you believe it? Through the tiptoe, through the tube. Uh, Vince, let's get back to you, huh? All right, so I got a rebuttal question for you now. Okay. All right, so Vince goes up to you and goes, all right, Yokozuna is my champion. We got that. you giving me, uh, I want you to book my challenger. Who do you book for Yokozuna at this, at this SummerSlam? If you can book anybody. I got a couple of guys. Yeah. Give so, it to now, me. Are, now, are you, are you in, now, is the body slam challenge included? You're the booker. If you want it, yes, absolutely. All right, so if the Body Slam Challenge is included, and it's not Lex no, Luger... No, 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 you're right. I'm, I've been, and Luger's man, out of the question. Slam, I, want, I want Body Slam Challenge. Yes. You want the Body Slam Challenge yeah. included? You can even have Luger. If you want Luger, if you still want Luger... I was I, I was mixed on Luger. I, as I was mixed on Luger as we see the footage here of him traveling. So he did travel in the bus. No, 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 no. I'm going to say what we saw looks like he's traveling on the bus. Oh, right? okay. But apparently, but what you heard, he, he didn't he, travel he, on the no, bus. Yes, he would meet the bus at the airport. Okay. And then, then they'll go like the. They'll go to like place. a couple of towns. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got you. I mean, that's very possible. Um, so if I'm if Vince McMahon tells me book me Yokozuna's challenger for SummerSlam 1993. Yep. Okay. You know, I'm mixed about Luger. Okay, because I always thought Luger was a better bad guy than he was a good guy. Because he was so, like, arrogant and cocky. Just like the way he even carried himself wearing the red, white, and blue. He looked like he was arrogant and cocky. Now, if they took, if they wanted to keep the red, white, and blue persona with Luger, and they made him out to be kind of like what Kurt Angle was, where Kurt Angle was like this annoying, over-the-top Olympic athlete, and he... You know, he was the he was just the complete opposite of a hero. Then, yeah, I would have been behind Luger more so. Um, so I'm going to include the body slam challenge, and here's who here's who I'm gonna here's who I'm gonna say faces Lex or Yokozuna at SummerSlam. 
If Yokozuna, Yokozuna puts the body slam challenge yeah. out, whoever can body slam him will get a shot at the WWF Championship at SummerSlam. I'm going to go with Scott Steiner from the Steiner Brothers. Interesting, I'm going to go Scott Steiner over Yokozuna. And there's a couple of reasons why. Number one, I was a big Steiner fan. Yeah. Okay, I loved the Steiner Brothers as a kid. One of my favorite tag teams of all time. Just recently ordered the Rick Steiner Mattel action figure. Um which should be coming in the mail shortly. But um, Scott Steiner, there was a rumor, and, it's, and, and actually it's not a rumor, it's actually a true story, um, according to Bruce Pritchard on his podcast, Something to Wrestle, they pitched the idea of Scott Steiner winning the 1993 Royal Rumble and challenging Bret Hart for the WWF Championship at WrestleMania 9. Yeah. So, uh, oh God. I like Bastion Booger. A Bastion Booger match. I didn't think we would ever call a Bastion Booger match, Dennis. This is like right up your alley. I'm, I'm really excited. This is right up your alley today. You know me, I love fucking I love Mabel. And Mabel's the new WWF champ, according to Dennis in his fucking world. I didn't think he was going to win. I thought oh, you he was going to be a challenge. Come yeah. On, well, yeah, I mean, you thought he was coming out of a fucking helicopter, too. I'm sorry. He's a big son of a bitch. That fucking thing was going down in the water of the USS Intrepid. Can you imagine all of a sudden the helicopter, too? It'd be like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode. It's like, it's a rapid. You got everything going with it. Like, doot, doot, doot. And I was like, what's going on? The rock concert. And then you see this big fat bastard coming out of the helicopter ready to challenge Yokozuna. Points at him like it's Hogan. You! There we go. I'm telling you, it would, have, it would have been awesome. Oh man, yeah. So I got Steiner. I got I got Steiner challenging I Yokozuna. Think that's a, I think that's actually a fair. Because I think I think the I think the intrigue of Scott Steiner trying to slam Yokozuna yeah. is interesting. I think there's intrigue there. I mean, you could have you, you know who else you. Now you take away the body slam challenge. I would have Bret Hart in that role. Bret Hart wants his rematch from Summer from WrestleMania. He was screwed. Fuji threw the salt in his eyes. Hogan took the belt. He wants the match against Yokozuna. The title shot he's rightfully owed. Like, that's an easy one right there. But if we're getting creative, then yeah, I got Scott Steiner winning the body slam challenge. And Scott Steiner is the one that's leading. And, oh, it's in Detroit. Steiner's a Michigan boy. You got the hometown favorite right there. I mean, come on. I tell you what, Dad. I never knew that was in Detroit. That, that's... SummerSlam was in Detroit. The, it was in Detroit oh, that year. Oh, you meant the Bicep Challenge. Well, like, no, the Bicep Challenge was in New York City on the okay, USS yeah. Intrepid. But SummerSlam in 1993 emanated from the Palace of Auburn Hills in Detroit. Yeah, that's a, that's a great choice. So you, so you got the hometown kind of vibe with Steiner there. Rick's in his corner, counteracting Jim Cornette and Mr. Fuji, who are his representatives. Rick's there as the older brother to support him. As we see a highlight here of Bam Bam Bigelow and Bret Hart from King of the Ring. Looks like they're going to be competing on the next episode of Monday Night Raw. As we get, we inch closer and closer to, we got about 10 minutes left of this watch along here. That'll be on the next episode of Monday Night Raw. Next Monday, 9, 8 central, only on the USA Network. As we see, Jerry the King Lawler in the King's Court with Tiny Tim. I'm going to have to put this on. This is actually a classic moment. All right, I've never seen this moment. I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. I'm going to put it on now. Here's the audio. That's a neat looking robe. Well, you can see that 
The King Jerry Lawler is taking his sweet time. He's preoccupied with himself. If you idiots could shut up over there for just a second with this Burger King garbage. Huh. you be a 
Classic, huh? I didn't think it was great. I just say it was it, it was it was a very famous incident that happened. I want to say that I made like talk shows and stuff. I don't know. I mean, it, it did get some mainstream buzz. I will say, one, two, three, kid in the house. All right. Well, is, he fighting, two... uh, is he fighting? Is he fighting? Divasio? No, right? he's actually he's actually opposing a an enhancement talent, a jobber, if you will. Um, but he gave me Chris a Duffy. Here, so it's like two jobs. Oh, yeah, right. Whatever. Well, he's not a jobber anymore. He's got a, you know, he's. Well, I'm saying you got to get the entrance. And I don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It was 93. I mean, they weren't exactly setting the world on fire. No. And the main event is 1 2 3 Kid versus. Chris Duffy. Chris Duffy. Let's go. Chris Duffy. Let's go. Not, not Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. No, no. Uh, not uh, Shawn Michaels, Marty Jannetty. Hell, not even. Fucking man on a mission. They put the one, two, three kid in there against my little league softball coach. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't play softball. I played baseball. Uh, there was no little league softball growing up I, I, for for the girls, at least that I can remember. But look at the attire on this guy. Holy cow! They're kind of matching a little bit. Look at what is wearing. he wearing? Look at him. Gold boot. Oh, there they are. Money Incorporated. Yeah, they're scouting. So the, yeah, they're scouting for the match with DiBiase and the kid. Um, they're not happy because Razor Ramon turned down their job offer. This kid is lighting him up here. Kicks to the face. Is that it? Going for the cover? No. I mean, there's a, there's a couple minutes later. There's about four what minutes. What do you, or make a prediction. What's going to be the one to two kids uh, finishing move in, 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 in this match? Yeah, in this match. Um, I don't know. It might not, I mean, you just saw Razor Ramon hop the guardrail, so he's back in attendance. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe like a spinning heel kick. Like he's going to shoot the guy off. The, he's going to shoot Duffy right. off the ropes. Like, like he just did a spinning crescent kick there. Yeah. So like he'll probably shoot him off. Maybe it was that, that, like the, the moonsault or. Yeah. He used to do a, a moonsault off the top rope. Yeah. He did it to Razor to get the big win. Now we got this, uh, this leg drop, which is a lethal leg drop. Deadlier than. I like uh, those leg drops. They look good. Yes. Deadlier than the. Um, the the Hulk Hogan like drops, that's for <laughs> sure. Um, this guy Duffy here. Oh my goodness. I'm wondering if he like borrowed somebody's gear. Like they were like, here, wanna make five hundred bucks? Some of those enhancement talents. Oh, that's did, gotta be it. That's I think that's the finish. Oh no. Look at that. Skip still going. No, he he, he wants more. What's Better he gonna do? Yeah, another one? Can give him another oh, a clothesline. If that's the finish. That's what I'd say. Come on, you're the karate kid, not no. yeah. anyway. Shoots him into the corner. Drop kick into the corner. What is he gonna do? What is he doing here? Off the top. He's going off the top. Right. Is he going to do like an elbow or a leg drop? Private leg drop. You called it. Yep. Leg oh, drop. Leg drop. Back of the head. That's got to be it. 
That's a one. That's a two. That's a three. Chris Duffy. Oh, Diabasi. Go back to go back to your VFW uh, softball uh, <laughs> softball league that you're a part of. As we see the kid picking up the victory here. We got some some action here with Razor Ramon. Still in attendance. One, two, three. Kid trying to get out of here. He's kind of surrounded. Hey, yeah. If I'm going to one, two, three, kid, I don't want no part of Razor. No. Or DiBiase and IRS. So he's going to leave through the people. Make his way back. As DiBiase is gloating. Razor. And DiBiase have words. Oh, he's saying that the kid's going to pin him one, two, three. Let's play the audio for this closing moment or two here. Oh, come on, really? Express. Oh, that guy cut him off. He cut him off. He cut off the Lex Express. Luger must be really upset. And that does it for this uh, this watch along, this episode of Marking Out the Day. Season 3, Raw is 30 for the month of July. Dennis, I had a fun time. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, yeah. No, thank you for, for, for filling in and helping out. I'm sure Colby would appreciate it. I'm sure Colby. Col- I'll be honest with you. Colby listens to, you know, our podcasts and he he's. He's on my. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. So, uh, your first, one of the first wild card episodes you did, which was of the Al Snow, um, uh, Sabu yeah. match. You made a remark in that where you, where you, you you mentioned that if it wasn't for a Sandman, there would be no Stone Cold Steve Austin. And you and I disagreed. I gave you my reasons why, and you know you you. you this time, at that time, you stood firm behind your convictions. But he sent me a text. I was actually folding laundry in this room one morning, and uh, he sent me a text. He says, "I'm listening back to your show." And he goes, "I have to agree with Dennis." I'm like, "Oh, great! Here we go." Really? But man, yeah. So, <laughs> you, you, Colby's a fan. So you'll probably, you'll probably be. I'll you know, die, and I know it. By the way, yeah. I'm not doing it with the, uh, you know, you know, you know, you know, machine gun. But, but, but I'll still die on that. You'll still die on that hill. Yeah. If there was no Sandman, there'd be no Stone Cold Steve yeah. Austin. Okay, well, you and Colby can go jerk each other off for all <laughs> I fucking care. But then thanks thanks for helping out, filling in here on Marking Out the Days, Season 3, Episode 30. The month of July um, is over, and we're going to be approaching the month of August for um, our next watch-along. So we're not sure what we're going to watch, but uh, maybe we'll... Uh, We'll take to the polls. August 2nd, 1993, Macho Man Randy Savage takes on the mischievous Doink the Clown. August 9th, Lex Luger and Yokozuna meet in a historic contract signing for SummerSlam. Uh, August 16th, the 123 Kid tries to buck the odds against the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase. And that's what's left for the month of August. Um, what happened between 
What happened to uh, the 23rd and the 30th? Well, the 30th was SummerSlam. Um, uh, uh, and it was held on a Monday night that year. That was the last what? one. Yeah, they used to hold SummerSlams on Monday nights. I never knew that. Yeah, they did. So, um, and I know that sometimes they used to preempt Raw for like the dog show or like the U.S. Open tennis tournament used to be a big thing. So yeah. there was like a stretch where like, um, usually like after SummerSlam would be like when they would take a break and you would miss a few episodes. I, I forgot about, I forgot about the U.S. Open. Yeah, but, the U.S. Uh, Open used to be yeah. like a couple of weeks where they would, you know, or, or, and if they preempted Raw, sometimes Raw would be like on like a Thursday or, yeah, or, or a Tuesday night at like one o'clock in the morning or some yeah. bullshit like that. So, um, but nonetheless, uh, had a lot of fun here with you, Dennis, and I'm sure Kobe would appreciate, and I'm sure he does appreciate your, your you filling in for this episode. But uh, yeah, Kobe and I will uh, will discuss and uh, rate and review which episode we are going to watch next on season three. Uh, Raw is thirty here on Marking Out the Days and. I think it's about that time that we... No, it's the wrong show. That's not kicking out of two. But uh, hope everyone enjoyed. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Press download. Press play. Um, Mark out the days. Kicking out of two. Cool Truth with AC and those guys. I've got all kinds of great content over at the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Now, with evergreen content at your fingertips, check it all out over there on Podbean and any other podcast platform provided. And... Uh, yeah, let's do this. It's it's time to it's time to get out of here. So uh, we'll see you next time.